The Forum at 8 on SAFM. of the songs that we asked you to suggest to us uh, which you believe best befit former President Nelson Mandela on this Nelson Mandela International Day his 95th birthday and of course we're asking on the forum this morning how can we best live the legacy of Nelson Mandela how do we live his teachings his passions and uh, to talk about that uh, of course to you you can call in 34701 is the SMS hotline two rand per SMS but you can call us on this number 0891 104 208 at AM Live on SAFM is our handle amlive at sabc.co.za that's uh, the email address our guest this morning we say warm welcome to Sir Lohatang Chief Executive Nelson Mandela Center of Memory Eleanor Sisulu is writer, human rights activist and political analyst as well as Cheryl Carodas, a South African politician and businesswoman they're all in the studio with us what a treat, a very good morning to you all good morning good morning, good morning, morning. you know we all, I'm sure, have our different experiences of Nelson Mandela and, and various things that really resonate with us in terms of what we believe his teachings are, his uh, living legacy or active legacy, whichever term you'd like to use. I'd like to read a quote uh, from, by the way, from the book, uh, Nelson Mandela, Notes to the Future, Words of Wisdom. Uh, it's a gift, lovely book. Uh, quotes from, of Nelson Mandela. One issue that deeply worried me in prison was a false image that I unwittingly projected to the outside world of being regarded as a saint. I never was one, even on the basis of an earthly definition of a saint, as a sinner he keeps on trying. I I think it's such a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful quote, exemplary of the man with the greatest amount of humility. Cheryl, how do you remember him? The one thing that he's done that really says to you, going forward, this is how I'd like to live my life and honor Nelson Mandela. 
theme in that message, Eleanor, is that everybody was the same to him. It was more important the cause as opposed to the person, the individual. It was never personalized. I think the thing is that he loved people. He loves people, all people, and especially children. And that also he doesn't take himself too seriously. Uh-huh. And I think the humor of Bandela is something that I wish more leaders had a sense of humor and could actually poke fun at themselves. And I think this continent, mm-hmm. we played by leaders who don't have a sense of humor and take themselves far too seriously. One of the things I loved about Tata was his it's his ability to laugh at himself. I remember um, he loved to tell the story about how walking on a beach in Bermuda or Barbados somewhere and these, uh, this American couple, he met them and then he actually pulls his mouth when he's, he tells the story and he says, uh, <coughs> the man said, oh, hello, Mr. Mandela, and he was happy to see him. And the wife said, who is he? And the man says, it's Mr. Mandela. And the wife says, yes, but what is he famous for? <laughs> and that was something he loved. He loved to tell stories about people not recognizing him. Like David Beckham, he says, when he was with David Beckham, this man told him, he says, oh, I saw you with Beckham. And my son said, who's that old man with David Beckham? <laughs> Actually, when you say that, uh, uh, there's a quote here that says, it's from a, a letter to Fatima Mir. He says, I sometimes believe that through me, creation intended to give the world the example of a mediocre man in the proper sense of the term. Yeah, I think, I think he, he, he had the ability to look at this image and separate himself as a person from it. And I think that's very important, that when you are admired by the world, to keep your feet on the ground. I think also the ability to be a local person, to be a person from Kunu, and at the same time to be a global citizen. You know, that's that's an immense ability. And I think for, for us on this continent as Africans who struggle with issues of identity, that's actually very important, that you can remain grounded in your your mm-hmm. culture and in your family and at the same time become an international citizen. So how do we live that? That's the question we're asking today. 0891 We are also taking your calls on this number. 34701 is the SMS hotline. Two rand per SMS at Live on SAFM is the Twitter handle if that's the platform you'd rather use. Give us a call. Wish Utada a happy birthday or perhaps share with us your ideas on how to uh, you know, live his legacy, his active legacy, and uh, he is still alive. We're all grateful for that. But uh, how do we uh, take forth his teachings and passions? Twenty minutes past eight. Two, one. This is the space station that connects all the media that cover the stories on African business that happen in meetings attended by people that travel on planes and also on trains that connect business centers that handle the trades by means of computers that are run by the people that talk on the phones that are linked by the satellite we funded. At Nedbank Capital, we believe in making sustainable solutions happen. We are an authorized financial services and credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. Nedbank Capital. What would you say? Are unions really interested in the welfare of workers? The New Age tells you both sides of the story. Get your copy for only three rand fifty, and make up your own mind. The New Age. One country, one paper. 
The Durban International Film Festival takes over Durban in July from the 18th to the 28th with more than 170 films and over 300 screenings in 11 venues across the city, offering the best in cinema from around the world, as well as a feast of workshops, seminars and masterclasses for aspiring and professional filmmakers. Join me. Subin Boyer with other local and international stars for South Africa's biggest film festival. For more information, go to durbanfilmfest.co.za. The festival is principally supported by the National Lottery Distribution Trust Fund. Happy birthday, Nelson Mandela. Uh, happy birthday to Tata Matiba. Happy birthday, Tata. Happy birthday, Tata. I hope you get well and uh, come back and look after all these children of yours. God bless you. Happy birthday, Matiba. Oh, happy birthday, Tata Mandela. Happy birthday to you. Happy Pure. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. 22 minutes past 8, we are taking your calls 0891 How can we best live Nelson Mandela's legacy? Mashaule, on the line from Limpopo, you'd like to wish Udada a happy birthday? I'm in Dobek right now. But what I can say, I was one of the last people who happened to shoot Mandela saying, well, I was still a present. Uh, but what I will only say is that happy birthday, Madiba. May your legacy remain in this world. Mashaule, hope in Johannesburg. Good morning, Fabiso, and your team of good uh, guests. Eh? Good morning. We must leave the values of uh, President Nelson Mandela every day in our families, in our work, and one day is not enough. So that's that's the message. Happy birthday to the to the old man. That's my message every day. All right, thanks, Hope. Uh, no more in day. You share the same birthday. Uh, he he shares the same birthday as your daughter. You say. Yeah, she say, he shares the same birthday as my daughter, Michaela, and her name means who is like the Lord. She's like a miracle child in my life, and uh, Mandela typifies that in all of our lives, that, you know, it's not impossible to live a life of integrity and actually be successful in life. Thank you very much, and happy birthday to the old man. We Thanks. love him dearly. Thanks, no one. A beautiful name. It's uh, a name she shares with my niece. And uh, yes, it's basically uh, premised on that belief. I'd like to come back to my guests. We'll take your SMSs as well and your calls. We'll continue taking your calls. So we, we spoke about the various examples, but how do we actualize that? And, you know, a very good point being made by Hope that we must live that in our lives every single day. Cheryl? It's, maybe, maybe just if you bear with me, a very personal anecdote. Mm. Uh, my dad passed away of cancer, and um, I was in the officials at the time, and so I explained to the officials that uh, this was going to be my number one priority. My dad was terminal, and he was at Horatuski Hospital, and I just wanted them to understand that I might leave at very short notice, and, and Tata just came, walked out of the room, and he just gave me a big hug. And then a couple of days later, um, I get this phone call from my mother who says to me, why didn't I tell them? And I said, what? And uh, Tata had just quietly gone to the hospital. Didn't, he didn't have his, even his protectors with him. He just walked into Khrutuski Hospital and he suddenly appeared at my father's bedside. 
He didn't tell me. Even after he'd come back, he didn't tell me he'd seen my dad. And he knew my dad obviously meant a lot to me. And I think just that unassuming, caring, warmth. And he, he said, so I said to him, well, why didn't he tell me? And he said to me, mm, I didn't think I should tell you. I mean, this man is the father of a child I really have, I really love and have a lot of time for. And I think it's a kind of ability to just really care about vulnerable people and also to, and, and for me as his comrade at the time, we don't often do that. And it's something which I hope today my comrades would also live that particular ability of Tata to really uh, care uh, for your comrades. Uh, and especially as we go into elections, mm. I think it's going to be something that I hope we'll hold very close to our hearts that regardless of what uh, our differences might be sometimes, just how critical it is that we actually just remain decent. Mm. Bring it down to the basics. And so that's what I want to look at. I'm going to look at uh, his speech to the opening of the ANC and IFP summit in 1991 in Durban. He says, the question of surrounding yourself both in structures and in your individual work with people who are strong who will resist you if you do something wrong is really something worthwhile I mean that's a really powerful statement yeah the, the, the and that reminds me of a story that uh, Mr. Castrada likes telling uh, of uh, how uh, Madiba is, is super loyal uh, so you'll tell him you should be careful of Cheryl you know she, she, she might just be uh, planning something there and it said uh, well um that's your view. Uh, uh, Cheryl, can you come in here? And, uh, and, and then he continues to... to ju- his, uh, Mr. K says, no, not only does he become so loyal that uh, he's blinded by his loyalty, but when he does wrong, he wants the friend to say, hey, you know, that's crossing the line. Um, because uh, he, which, which is how he considered Mr. K, that Mr. K was one of those people that he held on to, to because Mr. K would never say yes when he, sa- he has to say no. Um, and he says he values that because when you, when you have friends who agree with you all the time, you never get to see your blind spots. Mm-hmm. And it's those people that say no when they have to say no that you must cherish. Oh, eight nine one one oh four two eight. Uh, Eleanor, can you think of such an incident uh, that you know resonates with that kind of example? But principle, and perhaps how we can imbue that in our daily lives now. We we, we live in such an atmosphere of great dissension. I think when it comes to where to take our country, how to take it there, who should take it there, and, and just. You know, accepting each other in our differences, but more than that, valuing those differences. Yeah, the one thing I can think of is there was a time before 94 when for some reason um, Adiba got it into his head that Masisulu mustn't go into parliament because um, Tata, Tata Sisulu is ill. And he told Tata this, and Tata came and conveyed this to us, and the family was furious. They were very, very angry. And I remember particularly my sister-in-law Nguli and my late stepson. I mean, they they were on Tata Sisulu for the whole, almost the whole night. And he conveyed this back to Madiba. And I remember getting a call early in the morning looking for my husband. And he said, where's Max? So I said, no, he's not around. He's traveling. But where are these people? I've tried to get Lindy. I've tried to get Lungi. I can't get all of them. I'm just calling to apologize. 
I, I know people were very upset and there was no offense intended. And I just thought about this, that, you know, for a person in that position to apologize and to take the time to phone mm. every single sibling in a family mm-hmm. and apologize is, mm. is really something. I think the other thing is that he was a leader who left at the height of his popularity. And this is rare on this continent to, uh, to voluntarily and w- happily relinquish the reins of power at the height of one's popularity, he could have done another term. I mean, we have a leader who's turning 89, who is at the absolute depths of popularity, and he's still there. So I think it's it's a very important lesson uh, for leadership, not only of a country, but even at an organizational level, and even within the family, as you get older, to let younger people... Uh, take make on decisions. and make, make decisions. decisions and go ahead, and it's it's a difficult thing to do. And but it's I think he's given us a very very powerful lesson on that. Oh eight nine one one zero four two eight. You can give us a call right now. We're going to update the news headlines at eight thirty with Fabakshi Chetty and of course Rob Byrne updating us on what's happening on the roads. But we'll uh, take your calls. Tell us what your thoughts are. How do you think we can best live with that as uh, teachings and passions? SMS us if you'd like, 34701. That's the SMS hotline number at two rand per SMS. And uh, do continue calling 0800 Leave your birthday message for Udata. Less than a minute, uh, 67 minutes if you can. Uh, the calls, but not, <laughs> not the birthday message. And, of course, we'll play it out throughout the station. 8.30, news headlines with Fabakshi. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dada. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip hooray! tell you what, I think we might just submit some of these to idols and uh, see if you can uh, qualify. Do keep uh, sending in those great, great messages, birthday messages to Udata 0800-333-803. Having a wonderful conversation with Eleanor Sisulu, Cheryl Carolis and Sello Hatang, just about the living legacy of Nelson Mandela. You can join in on that conversation. And it comes at a very special time, 95 years, Sello. I mean, we've had this Okay, let me just be careful with my adjectives here. We've had a great deal of international interest around Udata, but I think there's something about the permanence of death that really brings sharply into focus somebody's life. And people seem to have a deep appreciation of him now. Where he's, where he's sitting, what do you think he's thinking? And is there an occasion perhaps in the past that he's, he's said something that would highlight what's going on now? Well, the, the, the one that stands out uh, is uh, um, there's, there's a quote in, in 2010 uh, which uh, the, his daughters were with him and uh, they were saying, are you, are you aware that everybody's uh, worried about you, uh, that you're so sick that you should uh, recover? He said, no man, uh, just tell them I'm not sick, I'm old. <laughs> just that, you know, I'm, ju- I'm not sick, I'm old. Um, 
And uh, and I think uh, in terms of uh, uh, one's mortality, if there's one person who has made peace with that, it's Madiba. I mean that he's 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 had many occasions where, for example, it, a famous example is of him saying, "When I go to the other side, whichever mm-hmm. side that is." I'll look for yeah. the ANC branch as soon as I land there. So, so you can see that uh, that uh, that's something that we we then uh, have to also uh, deal with. But um, while there's this outpouring of emotion, one needs to then be dealing with realities of now. Uh, that uh, what Madiba would be saying is, instead of us uh, just pouring him with these best wishes, care about those that need you most now. Be purposeful. Um, be purposeful. Uh, look at uh, levels of inequality, for example. Uh, people, uh, we need to be dealing with levels of inequality in our society. Um, deal with the current challenges that we have uh, instead of just focusing on my legacy uh, mm. as a past legacy. Of course, Salah Hatang is the co-author of this book that I've been reading from. Uh, I mentioned it earlier on Notes to the Future. And uh, Cheryl, you were saying today is a special day as well. It's Matambo's birthday. That is right, Visa. Um, and in fact, uh, Tata was the one who, in typical Tata fashion, said, I don't know what all this fuss is about celebrating the life of an old man when there's a glamorous young woman who has, who shares a birthday, and that was, I, which I'd never known, and that was my tumble. And, um, I remember when he's always had a great soft spot for Matambo, as indeed many of us uh, have, still have fond memories of her. But when I met Tata for the first time in Victor Fester Prison, myself and Trevor Manuel, and it took us to some remote corner in the garden, and it's a sad, <coughs> excuse me, a sad but also quite a, a, a lovely moment. And uh, he was very clear that the garden was tapped, which in fact we now know it was. And he took us to what he thought was an obscure corner, and he says, Matt, there's one thing I want you to do. You guys must speak to the people in Lusaka. They've got to get Adelaide to come back and live in Lusaka. We said, you're crazy. This is a professional woman. She's a nurse. She's caring for her family and her children. And he said, no, no, no. There's only one person who can control OR, and that is Adi, as he called her. And he's words were very prophetic because he was very concerned about how Comrade Awar was working, how hard he was working at the time to in fact uh, support the negotiations process. And a few months later Comrade Awar had that awful stroke mm. which was quite debilitating but his admiration for Mam Adi was just remarkable and it was one of very few people he really loved in fear, it was Matambo but absolute love for this person who shared his birthday. Eleanor, just before we take the course, you've got another story to share around uh, Matambo and Utatas. Well actually it was my husband who told mm-hmm. us how they would argue because he told her he's getting buried in Kunu and he wanted OR to be buried in Pondoland. And she said, but if he gets buried there, how will I go and talk to him every day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 0891-104-208, 0891-104-208. We are taking your calls now. Joe in Cape Town, you say you worked with Madiba. Yeah, listen, my name is Pastor Joseph Miller. Um, I was in yesterday's. Um, pastoring out there, I was listening to Cheryl talking about his openness and his friendliness. And uh, I was phoned about this the day before by a guy by the name of Mr. Magadi. And he said to me, Pastor, out of all the pastors of yesterday, we have chosen you as the one that will be able to meet Mr. Mandela. Well, that night I never slept. Uh, 
the joke. The next morning, I met with him, and he was visiting a crash out in Yesteris. And we had this massive entourage, you know, it was hundreds and thousands of people. And it just so happened that I was able to meet up with him, and we were able to shake his hand, and that for us was fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing that uh, with us, Pastor Joe, and I do hope that you share your number uh, with us as well. Let's go to Philip in KwaZulu-Natal. You'd like to wish Utata a happy birthday, Philip? Hi, my sister. Uh, uh, and uh, quickly, uh, 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 President Mandela was not a thief. President Mandela never enriched his family. President Mandela led and commanded respect, not only in South Africa, Africa, but the world. And uh, I just say, happy birthday, President Mandela, and happy I will always be uh, uh, cherishing your ideas. Thanks. Thanks a lot, uh, Philip. Frank Talk in Mangaung. Uh, we just want to say happy birthday to Tatu Talibonga Kholesasa Mandela, uh, also known as David Mozamai. Um, look, we, we've learned quite a lot, and, and, and at some stage, one wonders whether we have learned. Um, you know, I agree with some of the, your speakers there who said. Tata would have led would have led this country until today, but he chose to bow out when this country still loved and needed him, and that shows so much leadership because you you are saying in as much as people love you, you are willing to bow out and allow other leaders, and it's quite key. And and he surrounded himself with people that would critique his decisions. If you look at the the, the cabinet that he had, uh, you know, around him at that time, and 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 we need to learn from this because it is only those that. Uh, advises us and that would differ with us that makes us strong and we need to learn that from Matiba and we just want to say happy birthday Talibung Thanks a lot Frank Talk. Mike in Newlands you personally met Matiba well, Yes indeed I did uh, He was uh, my wife and I invited to a function at the Eastern Boulevard Holiday Inn many years ago uh, he'd actually just been out of prison for about uh, I think probably less than a year and, and um, he, we, we were standing in the queue to go through the metal detector and I, I looked up and I saw, there's a familiar-looking guy, and I sort of looked at him again, and it turns out to be Nelson Mandela. And I said, my the grief, he's in the queue to go through the, the security uh, machine. Um, and uh, the security people were saying to him, look, uh, sir, you don't need to go through. He said, no, no, I want to go through just like everybody else. So we had this great, amazing situation with Nelson Mandela, four people in front of me going through the security system, and then said, so to make matters worse, something in his pocket set it off. <laughs> Guards had to sort of decide what to do. They could have pat down the very person they're supposed to be protecting. But it was just a wonderful experience because he just, he just, well, he just didn't understand all this. He just was just wanted to be with people. I, I shook his hand briefly, and it was a wonderful experience. And uh, I'll, I'll always treasure it. And then, just in conclusion, I think that uh, in terms of what are we going to do going forward, you know, the teachings of Nelson Mandela are going to be, I think, a guiding light in this country, very much like the Freedom Charter. But we've moved so far from it that I do honestly hope that he's not aware of where we are today in South Africa. And I do think that if we are really are going to honor uh, a, a person of, of Nelson Mandela, uh, a, a man of that stature, as a country, as a people, we need to come together and we need to come together soon because where we find the country today, I sincerely hope he doesn't really know what's really going on. Thanks so much, Saviza. Thanks, Mike. Mike in Newlands. Uh, you'd like to add to that, Sharon? <laughs> no, uh, I actually just want to say to Mike, I think there are a great many things we should be concerned about in our country. But what I love about Nelson Mandela Day and the initiative of the foundation is there are so many ordinary 
human beings in South Africa and in the world who do care about what's happening and who demonstrate that we can make a difference. And so, Mike, maybe my appeal to you today is to say that uh, today we actually celebrate just how much good there is still in this country. So, 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 pull yourself together, <laughs> Mike, and just tomorrow we'll think about the things mm. and do something about the things that worries. And I'd really like to hear from callers as well what they're doing to, in fact, celebrate. Absolutely. It's just, it's remarkable. I, I'm just so inspired and fired up just because we talked yesterday with everybody you meet, what are you doing for tomorrow? And there's just some really remarkable, ordinary small mm. things and that power of one that's just incredible. So, so, so and I'd certainly say the funda- foundation and the Center of Memory has done a great job in that. And it, somehow you've made it as part of our daily lives, isn't that annual event that you, you you're almost planning weeks ahead? Yeah, the the um, for this we can't claim uh, on our own. Uh, the, both the South African government, in fact, and uh, the United Nations have played mm-hmm. a, a pivotal role. Uh, it, the Department of International Relations was the one that pushed it through to the UN. And I remember when we were told that it was going to be uh, put to the General Assembly that uh, this day be declared an international day. I remember saying, no, man, they'll never get it right because it has never happened. So it kept saying, And then the next thing is I got a call uh, from uh, our UN rep and uh, like a day before saying, looks like it's going to happen. And it happened. And that moment... Uh, made you proud to be South African uh, because uh, Mandela Day helps us to be proud to be South African. I, I want to uh, relate a story talking mm-hmm. about leaders who stay forever. Uh, there's a, there's a, 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 from his notes we found, I think in 2009, 2010, of Madiba saying uh, just after, he, he, I think it was 93, that he's now being encouraged to be president. He said, no, 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 I don't want to be president of this country. I'd rather have a young woman. Uh, lead this country Um, and how many people who he was so famous that he could do anything Uh, and there he said no I'd rather have a young woman and then he chose again when he was encouraged to not make a pronouncement about staying on and uh, um, you're laughing because you know how he then stood up and said I have just decided that it will be one term uh, and then the movement said, "But how can you make these decisions without <laughs> consultation?" So it shows you, it shows the character of the man, and and that can be translated to Mandela Day, mm-hmm. that you do something yourself in your community. And I'd like to read the SMSs, but I, I'm really enjoying this, uh, Eleanor. You've you've got a story about Oscar and Petra that just pretty much um, echoes that sentiment of a, a man with a strong sense of self and purpose. Yes, I think for me, honouring Mandela is also honouring the whole cohort of extraordinary leaders, many of them, and Oscar Peter was one of them, who when he was sentenced in at 18, 1985, went into jail, or he was 85 when he went into jail, and the warder commented, oh, this one is never going to come out of here, and he says, it's only my God who determines when I will die, and he came out of jail alive and I just feel I look at those journalists outside the hospital and think well 
<laughs> he, he's thinking well. Yes, you know, it's it's not for you to determine when when it's going to happen. Mm. And I just I just feel also it's a day to honor the other great leaders of our struggle. I mean, they and and I feel one of the things in this country that we have to do and I admire the foundation and acknowledge their work in doing this are the people who are the archivists of the history who preserve the legacies not only of Mandela but of Subukwe, of um, musicians like Jonas Gwangwa. And I think that I just want to pay tribute to those people in the foundation. I, I particularly want to pay tribute to Lucia Radschelders, who is from Holland, who works for the foundation, who has not been well. And I think she, she's done an amazing job and she mm. truly lives the legacy of mm. Mandela. And uh, the political education is about reminding our children every single day. Let me just read some SMSs. We'll take more calls. Um, this one says, Happy Birthday. The greatest legacy of Madiba is our constitution. Embracing and living our constitution is the best acknowledgement of Madiba. Not signed, but like Imashel in Mazagali village says, that the Mandela's life has always been about human and social development. Then all of us must follow him. In KZM, Beth writes, I salute Madiba, my hero, a statesman, family man, a great man with passion, but most importantly, a man with a deep conscience. Most leaders lack that. And Martha says, please remember, it is also his wedding anniversary, and that's uh, our gratitude to Grasa for her love and devotion. I understand on that that uh, he was so stubborn that he insisted on buying the flowers and chocolates himself. Uh, I believe the bodyguards were complaining about him going into Santon City and just saying, no, 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 I want to choose these flowers myself when they were so courting. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this, uh, I, and I was also going to raise that towards the end to say, let us not forget today is actually a grand day of, uh, as that quote of mine said, a whole new walk uh, in the life of Nelson Mandela. And to say to Angrasa, uh, many congratulations to both the Tata and Angrasa, and we, we hope that you will continue to have a long and happy marriage. And he took it, Tata took it very, very personally, and the story about the romance is also just, I think, a fascinating yes. one. <laughs> Well, just I'd like to read some other quotes inside the book. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. Mm. I felt mm. fear myself mm. more times than I can mm. remember, but I hid it behind a mask of boldness. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers yeah. that fear. I think that's an important message in the sense that there are so many hurdles ahead of us and some that probably seem insurmountable how best according to Utata Madiba's uh, teachings uh, do we climb over, jump those hurdles because I mean force is one thing but uh, I mean he talks about apartheid saying that we would have never resorted to violence it's just that the situation uh, put us in in, in that place, I, I think it's in a letter to F.W. de Clark but how do we do that, we, we have poverty, inequality uh, deteriorating according to some health services, our education is in crisis according to some, how do we best, and it's about, I think you made the point, it's about building, not destroying while we say there's a situation that is wrong here. And then would you like to say something about that? Yeah, I think integrity in leadership and accountability in always being accountable and listening to criticism from others at every level of uh, society at every level of government this is this is really really important 
uh, and I feel that uh, the, there are school children today. I, I, I heard a story the other day which I found quite astounding of a school in Matatiel where the principal had not been for nine months. The teachers were not coming to school. And this kid took did a register of the, the principal and the teachers, the register of the attendance of the teachers. And I thought this was an ex- extraordinary form of fighting to say you are accountable for our education and you must do your job. And I think it's important that uh, we, we have that accountability that people do their jobs. Mm-hmm. And and we, you know, Madiba did his job. And that whole generation of leaders did their jobs. And we need to keep that lesson in our hearts. Did his job. Silla, I always remember when the Spice Girls came to South Africa. I, do you know, that, that incident really tickled me because I could see he was thinking, who are these girls? <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think yeah it's it's uh, one of those things that uh, the Barbados story for example who is this uh, and you think you're very important uh, you know the the uh, but but I want to take us back to uh, this thing of how we can celebrate the legacy um, we, we always expect to be led and I think Madiba's uh, lesson here is be the leaders uh, you need to be taking charge those students. Um, it, it's to say for as long as we have a girl child who can't finish school because they've been impregnated by an older man, by an older man, uh, a girl child who can't go to school because of some cultural determinations that says a girl child can't go up to this uh, level, mm-hmm. we cannot rest. Um, so that long walk that Madiba completes, the long walk to freedom with uh, the, the, the line where he says, as soon as you summit one hill or one mountain and mm. you look down and you, you see more valleys and more, uh, and more hills coming up, it, it's, it's what we should be thinking. Uh, here lies Madiba in hospital recovering. Uh, uh, what can we do to ensure that the long walk continues? I suppose the, the thing there is that the job is never completely done. 891 Janus in Cape Town, you'd like to wish Utada a happy birthday as well. Yes, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, I would like to also remind what Madiba said to us. Never ever one race should dominate other race. And that's very, very important. We should learn from what he says. We should learn from each other our mistakes and our successes. We should build one strong country, country of South Africans, not related to the color. And as a Polish man, as a Polish community man, I would like to wish Madiba all the best, speedy recovery. We need you, sir. We, we love you, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, Denise. I'm not sure if it's Denise or Dennis and the free state. Dennis, you would like to sing. <laughs> Uh, uh, good morning, Tripi, and uh, and the guests there. Good yeah, morning. I just want to I just want to sing. Tielkelek liver Mandela om dat je verjaar mag die reusien en nog bij je jaarspaar. Hip hip. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dennis. Dennis is the free state. I'm going to read a few more SMSs. And just to wrap up, Brian Kumal and Peter Maxbrook says, best birthday present to give President Mandela is to strengthen democracy by registering and vote 
for next year's elections. Nobi in Pretoria says we need to, one, acknowledge, to accept, three, identify where and how we want to be and work, work, work for what you want to achieve and be. Zola Blighty says, happy birthday, Dalipunga. We love you. If we could live by your values, the world would be a better place. No wars, no poverty, no corruption, harmony only. DB in Khaleshewa writes, Happy birthday. May God bless you always. Judy says, Why 20 years ago did we not do all wonderful works for Mandela? Why have we waited? Twitter, Zanzele Mzleja says, Happy birthday, Dada. We love you. I will be doing my 67 minutes in PRC. Not sure whether she means DRC. Okay. Uh, as if, as I'm outside the country. Musa says that Mandela has mastered what it is to be a servant leader in his time. Perhaps if I could ask you all in, in as brief uh, time as you can to just tell us what you're doing today and if you have one last story that you'd like to share with us, I'd really greatly enjoy that as well. Cheryl? Uh, I'm going to be planting 95 trees today uh, and it's something that I feel very passionate about and I know Tata also felt very passionate about with his garden. But maybe one last thing I do want to say to Piso is again, the question of fear and courage, the quote you, you read, and, and I must say that's my most, my most favorite quote of Tata. I really think that there is a lot of cause to fear about things that's happening in our country, and in fact the world, it's quite a grim place. But today is about the courage and the ability to know that we can rise if we are determined. We can rise above it, and indeed it is our responsibility to do what Tata did, and leaders lead. Hello? Um, I'm going to be... Mm, working with some very young, bright computer uh, programmers, so- software writers on, the ch- on, a, on a children's literature website. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tata has inspired me very much on that work. And um, yes, I think the let's take the humor today. Let's remember the humor and the laughter that this man has brought to us. And Salah uh, well, the, the, we, we will be focusing on three uh, key areas. The uh, shelter, uh, because we believe that uh, there's, uh, there's no, uh, the, 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 we want to restore dignity uh, where such has been taken away. So uh, there would be 67 houses that would be given by gift of the givers uh, with us in Alex. Um, then we will also be doing food security work uh, where about uh, uh, 20, uh, 22,000 families will benefit uh, from this program but it's not a once off, it's for the next three years mm-hmm. and uh, we'll also be doing literacy work um, where we're, open, we're going to open uh, uh, libraries, in fact uh, Tsipiso has one in Limpopo that mm-hmm. should be doing uh, uh, so it's, it's about ensuring that we, we follow the mantra, uh, take action inspire change, make everyday Mandela Day. And I'd like to end with this quote it's the humility for me that really makes it for me on Mandela. When I look back at some of my early writings and speeches, I'm appalled by the pedantry, artificiality, and lack of originality. The urge to impress is clearly noticeable. Such uh, introspection at every level. Thanks uh, to my guests and uh, the team. Thank you, Saloha Dang, Eleanor Sisulu, Cheryl Carolis, the team, Tracy Boomgaard, Michelle Shandrali, and Raki Kukwenzegili and Kati. Senior producers, Lungile Mabaso, Lengiwe Mabaso, producer Lebo Monana Easy Padayachi producers uh, Ronald Piri and Jake Mugoma foreign producers our chief producer Wutzilokota our executive producers Busi Chani and Obrisitye from us thanks for listening up next morning talk goodbye